And good Friday afternoon, a very rainy Friday afternoon here in Lexington. Lee K. Howard along with Alex Walker. It is a Facebook Friday. Thanks for joining us. We will be on Facebook for about the next 10 to 15 minutes talking about the big win for the Wildcat football team at the Citrus Bowl. Also previewing the uh, upcoming SEC opener for the men's basketball team. Uh, first, though, I want to get Alex's thoughts. You are freshly back from Orlando from the Citrus Bowl. Uh, just, just what was that atmosphere like there in Orlando and, and the big win? Still haven't unpacked my suitcase. <laughs> yeah, so it's I'm still <laughs> getting through the process of coming back, but uh, it was it was pretty wild. It was a very 50-50 split. A lot of times when when Penn State travels for bowl games, they take over cities. That was not the case. Kentucky was so excited to be down there, and they they filled that stadium up. It was almost to capacity. I think it was the second most attended non. New Year's Six Bowl I saw game. that, yeah. Oh, pardon me, non-football playoff game. Right. Which just shows how big of a game this really was for Kentucky. The atmosphere was electric. And towards the end of that game, I tell you what, on where we were in the press box, Kentucky was on the other side of the field. Okay. Penn State was right beneath the press box. When Penn State started to come back, it got pretty loud in that stadium when, when the momentum started to shift. But Kentucky held them off, and it was so much of a better story that Kentucky won and yeah. got that 10th win. Well, there at the end of the third quarter, Benny Snell breaks the all-time yep. rushing record, becomes, uh, you know, like the all-time rusher, and, and, and Kentucky goes up by a couple of touchdowns. And a lot of people, including, I think, some of the players oh. and coaches on Kentucky's staff, might have thought that, hey, we've got this game in the books, but, you know, Trace McSorley, and, and they came back in that fourth quarter and really made it interesting. They did, and, and, and kudos to Kentucky for keeping their coal and, and finishing that game at the stretch. And I tell you, one of the more, uh, one of the neater moments of the, of the whole week was the fact that when Benny was about to break the record, Brian Milam had a calculator. He was just subtracting each run. It was like 65. Wait, wait, did he actually 45. have a calculator or did he have his phone? It was his phone. It wasn't oh, okay. one of those like old I thought he like brought class. a calculator to the field. Yeah, what are those called? The old okay. brick ones? Yeah, the, the um, Texas Instruments uh, T1. <laughs> just his phone. Brian carried one of those in his pocket. <laughs> if he did, I'd that'd be okay, pretty okay. great. But he was just counting down, counting down. All of a sudden it's 20. All of a sudden it's 15. All of a sudden it's 5. I almost think Kentucky fans knew, too. It's like they were counting down, too, because they just started chanting, Benny. And you could hear it loud oh, absolutely. on the broadcast in the stadium. And as soon as he did that, it set up so beautifully. Everything about Benny's career is set up like a storybook, including that moment. And it was so neat to see. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, over the last six years yep. that Mark Stoops has been at Kentucky, he has worked to change the culture of a program and put together a roster built on physicality, really. Stoops putting together one of the nation's top defenses, led by the National Defensive Player of the Year and Josh Allen, and he established a real ground-and-pound style of offense that a lot of people thought Kentucky could never be with the school's all-time leading rusher now, Benny Snell. Two players who made a major impact in changing the Kentucky football culture. There's no question that these guys change the culture. As I mentioned many times, it's really easy to change the climate of a program. Culture is deep, deep, deep rooted uh, for uh, a long, long period of time. And, uh, you know, it takes a lot to overcome and change that. And that th these guys did that. And, yes, by finishing games with a physicality and, and finding a way to win rather than finding a way to lose is changing a culture. And it comes with being physical. You know, and Mark Stoops, a Big Ten guy, yep. and when he first arrived at Kentucky, he had Neil Brown, who we're going to talk about here in just a little bit, as his offensive coordinator, an air raid disciple of the Hal Mummy, Mike Leach type, type offense. And it looked like at that point that Kentucky might be more of an air raid team, but now you see Mark Stoops has slowly but surely got back to his Big Ten roots, and Kentucky is beating teams or did beat teams this, this year 
with physicality. They didn't have to gimmick them around or, or throw the ball around. They basically lined up right against them and, and smacked them in the mouth. It was a very Big Ten style. Start with defense, let your run game punish them, and just punish them throughout the game, wear them down, and then beat them towards the end of that game. That's exactly what they did. Remember Mark Stoops, when, when you mentioned when he got here and when he started to see what he was trying to do with this program, he mentioned a couple times, we got to get dudes that can compete <laughs> right. with the nation's best. We can't just try to out-scheme them. We need to physically get the players in this building to compete with some of the best programs in the country. And when you're playing Penn State on New Year's Day on a big network with the Goodyear blimp in the sky, all <laughs> eyes are on you, and you're just punishing a Penn State line that – punishing teams like Ohio State and Michigan State earlier in the year, that just shows that this whole thing has come full circle, that Kentucky has arrived, and they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And they bring back a lot of talent, too, so this is a program that's going to continually get better and bring in recruits that can compete with the Penn States of the country. Last year, they brought back 17 starters mm-hmm. headed into this year. Not quite that many this year, but they do bring back 10 starters from this year's squad next year, so the cupboard isn't bare. Now, one guy they are going to lose, and he's a big one, Oh yeah, Josh Allen. Of course, he could be the number one pick in the draft, and he let everyone know after that press conference there at the Citrus Bowl that he is the top player in the NFL draft a statement that he has backed up many times this season on the field and just the other day CBS Sports moved him up to number two in their mock draft that would be the San Francisco 49ers now Josh was a projected top five pick even before deciding to play in the Citrus Bowl but he capped off a tremendous career with another big performance in that bowl game four tackles three quarterback sacks a quarterback hurry and oh yeah how about a blocked field goal he played special teams in a game that most other players in his position wouldn't play incredible yeah he could be the greatest defensive player ever at Kentucky and get this he says this time this team is the best team to ever play at Kentucky I feel like we're gonna go down as the best team to come out of Kentucky <laughs> that's how I feel easy um, I feel like we got a lot of great players on this team uh we haven't went ten, you know. We haven't won ten games in a very long time. We haven't beat Florida in a very long time. We haven't broke these many records in a very long time. Uh, just a lot of accomplishments all around this team, and you know we're better. You know we're, we're a better team to break it. You know to be the best team ever in, this year. So he certainly makes a good case for that. I mean, when you think back in Kentucky football history, there's a couple of years that pop up in your mind: 1950. 1977, 2007, and now 2018. And so however you want to rank those teams, these guys certainly have a case for being number one. I mean, it's it's phenomenal what they've been able to accomplish. And what's cool is that a lot of those guys from those prior teams are in love with this team. It's not Absolutely. like there's – I mean, they're just – they've given them so many shout-outs on social media, Facebook, Twitter, just saying – I love the way you guys compete. I love the way that you brought this trophy back to Lexington. There's a lot of mutual admiration between these top programs in Kentucky history. And this one certainly is up there. And you got to love Josh. So many bold statements. I mean, he's a guy that was a two-star recruit, was going to go play for Monmouth. Now he's an All-American, won a big bowl game, could be a top three draft pick, maybe number one. And he ends his press conference at the Citrus Bowl by saying, if I'm not number one, I don't know who's going to be. It's incredible how far he's come to make a statement like that. Yeah, one heck of a statement, and a, and a guy that's usually pretty reserved. But, <laughs> I know, right? And I watched the broadcast of the game, and pretty often in that broadcast, they would say, here's Josh Allen, here's a guy who could be the number one overall pick. I think it kind of depends on what the need is of the particular team picking, but once they get to pick four, he's off the board somewhere. Well, one, two, look, or three, I, I definitely think so. The other part is everyone, when when Josh tweeted that, when, when that 
statement went viral that he was going to be number one in his mind, everyone's like, Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa. Like, Nick, Nick Bosa's good. He's got that lineage, too, that, that kind of backs it up. But he's, got the, he's got the name. He's so, got injury right, history, right. A. And B, when he was playing this year, he was dominant, but he was not Josh Allen dominant. And it's not like they were playing two different calibers of opponents. Big Ten, SEC, they were playing very similar, similar yeah. type teams. And Josh Allen performed from day one to the end of the season, including the bowl game. And he impressed a lot. Well, Scout's got to be salivating to have him on the I, I got to say, I mean, whether he goes one, two, three, four, or five, whoever picks him up, they're going to get the number one overall pick in the draft. Incredible. Now, one other football note before yep. we get to basketball. We will talk about the uh, Wildcats opener at Alabama tomorrow afternoon. But first, uh, a guy with Kentucky ties, yep. not only for the Wildcats, but a Boyle County native, mm-hmm. Neil Brown, uh, now rumored to be, not official, but rumored to be the next head football coach at West Virginia. It's that next step towards official status. Any minute now, we'll get a release from West Virginia saying it's official. But this is a huge opportunity. And Neil Brown, year after year, the last couple of years, has been kind of that hot candidate for big-time Power 5 jobs. And West Virginia is a great landing spot, in my opinion, for Neil Brown. It's it's rumored to be a six-year deal. And and one tweet I saw was, Dana Holgerson, it's very rare you lose a coach to a group of five school in Houston and potentially replace him with a guy that could make West Virginia even better. And if you can win at a place like Troy, I mean, they're winning at LSU. Mm -hmm. Three straight 10-win programs, three straight bull wins. He had it rolling at Troy. And now he gets to go to West Virginia, a place where he can recruit even better talent there. And I think, and I think the talent, though, at West Virginia is already there for mm-hmm. him. In Absolutely. The way, I, I think when Neil first was hired on at Kentucky, the, the issue that he had was he didn't have any receivers at Kentucky mm-hmm. who had caught touchdown passes, period. And the cupboard was bare for the kind of offense that he wanted to run, mm-hmm. the air raid type of offense. The, the thing about West Virginia is Dana Holgerson has been running that exact same offense for several mm-hmm. years now, for, for, for the entire time he's been there. So... Neil Brown steps in, and he already has that type of personnel, that type of roster that now he gets to develop. He's very familiar with this part of the country and recruiting in this part of the country, and he gets to go in and play in the the conference, the Big 12, that fits that type of offense the very best. So, uh, like I said, I think it'll be official anytime now. Great for Neil Brown and and a Boyle County native right there. That's very cool. It's great to see. All right, we're going to talk some basketball now because it is basketball season and everybody likes to call this the second season when you begin uh, conference play. Camp Cal is now complete and now Kentucky set to begin SEC play on Saturday afternoon at Alabama. One player, though, who has really benefited from that extra practice is Tyler Hero, the reigning SEC Freshman of the Week after his 24-point performance at Louisville. But While others have been focusing on his shooting, the U.K. coaching staff says they've been very impressed with his improvements in all the other areas of his game. Associate head coach Kenny Payne said yesterday he is a complete basketball player. When we watch film, you know what he does really well? He gets to the basket and finishes with both hands really well. You ready? He gets in passing lanes, gets steals, and gets layups. He can beat somebody off the dribble and pull up and make a shot. We want basketball players. If you want to be a shooter and just be a shooter, should have probably went to another school. (laughs) This is a basketball player school. Absolutely is. How about that? That's good stuff. And, and yeah, Tyler Hero, there there are many things that has made this team evolve and grow and, and get better. And Tyler Hero is such a pivotal part of that. Everyone keeps saying, oh, Bahamas Tyler is back in the building. Because he, he balled out there. Now he's finally finding his groove. He's not thinking so much. So much for these freshmen, it's, it's a mental game. Like, ah, should I be doing this? That 
just shoot, man, because right. he's got that stroke. And when you see him with confidence, he's walking all over the court, chest bumping people, having that swagger. And they need him in SEC play to continually play like that. And I think you hit right on it. It's a confidence thing, and he has that now. You know, they did want to change his shot, and they did change his shot to be a little bit quicker when he first mm-hmm. arrived here. But he was so focused, on, focusing on, you know, don't miss the shot. <laughs> Excuse me. Take a good shot. And now he's got that confidence. Oh, yeah. One thing I was going to say earlier is that I want to go personally through Camp Cal. <laughs> Sometimes you got to cough. I want to burn <laughs> off all those Christmas and New Year's calories, right? You know, <laughs> right. All that conditioning. I, I need that, too, a little bit. All right. Well, no school, though, over the last couple of weeks means that there's been more time for Camp Cal in practice. And that practice has also really paid off for another guy, Ashton Hagens. And mm-hmm. it's been showing in his play on the court as well, both offense and defensively. Associate head coach Kenny Payne credits Ashton's conditioning. Uh, before this period, he got tired really quick. <laughs> and when he got tired, he had defensive lapses. Um, by being in better condition, by working on the things that he's worked on two and three times a day, uh, we've seen a big jump. And also, he's helped our team become better. All right, Marlinda Hall asks, what time do they play tomorrow? Well, good question. One o'clock is uh, what time uh, the Wildcats play in Tuscaloosa. Um, you can see that game on ESPN tomorrow afternoon. Uh, you know, Alabama, Alex, 9-3 and three overall. Yep. Not great. I mean, they've taken a step back from where they were last year. Correct. But anytime you go on the road in the league, uh, you know, it's going to be a good game uh, and a good test for the Wildcats. And one thing that helps a ton is let's say they lose that Louisville game. They don't really have that confidence on the road yet. Right. That's not the case. No, they, they, they go on to Louisville, yeah. their first true road test. As you mentioned your, in your report, they passed that test with flying colors. So now these players have that, that road confidence already. And you got to think that Louisville atmosphere is going to be a little, little crazier than Alabama. You know, they're not right. known for having one of the more hostile environments in the SEC. But it'll be a chance for them to go in that building and try to start SEC play on the right note. In, in recent history, they've dominated Alabama, right. which is good because Alabama um, – has had some good teams, but UK is going to try to get that win. And here's the other thing. <laughs> if you think about this is the perfect time to play Alabama because uh-huh. their entire fan base is, is, is in California right play. now. I didn't even think about you that. You know, the entire fan base is in California getting ready for Monday night's game for the, the college football championship. So only the diehard Alabama basketball, basketball fans. fans will be left over in Tuscaloosa tomorrow afternoon. So if you could pick out the perfect weekend to play at Alabama, I think you would win either way. But it would be this weekend. Oh, that's true. And, you, and that, that last uh, soundbite from, from Kenny Payne about, about Ashton, before uh-huh. the season started, you did a story about Ashton and how he was brought here as a defensive stopper. And in the first couple weeks of the season, we saw that, but we didn't really see that breakout yet. We're like, okay, we've heard all this hype. Where is it? Right. Boy, the last couple of weeks, we have seen why he was brought to Lexington. He has been not only a defensive stopper, setting UK records or at least tying them with eight steals in a game. But offensively, when he gets in the lane, his chemistry with PJ and Reed mm-hmm. is, is incredible. He's finding those guys, lobbing it up, letting them finish it and off. I, and I think the whole key was what Kenny said, what Kenny Payne said right there. It was just his conditioning. Oh, yeah. You know, he had that talent in him. 
he was just getting tired, and so there would be a defensive lapse. Uh -huh. So now that his conditioning is to where it is, we should expect to see him play that way offensively and defensively much more consistently than he did may, maybe earlier in the season when maybe the transition from high school to college hadn't quite caught up to him yet. And one thing with this Kentucky team, too, going into SEC play, games like this you cannot afford to lose. Right. There are so many talented we, – we talked before the season started, the SEC – is as good as it's been in a long time. You cannot lose the gimmies. Nothing's a gimme, but you got to win. Sure. You got to be Alabama. Got to Certain ones you have to win. Because yes. when you're playing, when you're playing Auburn, you're playing Tennessee teams that might be favored in those games. Those are the kind of toss-up games. You cannot afford this year, especially, to lose to teams like Alabama. All right, so we think Kentucky, both of us think Kentucky goes into Alabama and, and wins pretty. I think they win by double digits. I think so, too. Okay, and, of course, Alex will have those highlights yep. for you tomorrow night right here on WKYT at the uh, 6 o'clock news. And so. real quick, yeah. if you miss this specific show and you watch this later, you can also see this on our podcast as well, That's WKYT right. starting sports podcast and news podcast. So subscribe to WKYT podcast, and you can listen to this report and future reports uh, outside of this hour. That'll be the best podcast you've listened to all day. It'll make your road trip go right by. <laughs> all right. He is Alex Walker. I'm Lee K. Howard. Thanks again for joining us on this Facebook Friday. We'll see you right back here next week.